In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Through towns and villages, Jesus went teaching, making his way to Jerusalem. Someone said to him, Sir, will there be only a few saved? He said to them, Try your best to enter by the narrow door, because I tell you, many will try to enter and will not succeed. Once the master of the house has got up and locked the door, you may find yourself knocking at the door, saying, Lord, open to us. But he will answer, I do not know where you come from. Then you will find yourself saying, We once ate and drank in your company. You taught in our streets. But he will reply, I do not know where you come from. Away from me, all you wicked men. Then there will be weeping and grinding of teeth. When you say, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and yourself turned outside, and men from east and west, from north and south, will come to take their places at the feast in the kingdom of God. Yes, there are those now last who will be first, and those now first who will be last. The Gospel of the Law An unidentified man begins with a question. Sir, will there be only a few saved? Instead of giving him a direct and simple yes and no answer, our Lord strings together a list of instructions and warnings. Our Lord is not trying to be evasive. He is just reminding us that the answer to the question on who is going to be saved will depend on whether he heeds his warnings or advice. The onus is on us to determine how, to, uh, how the answer to the question plays out. Our Lord's answer begins with the crucial piece of advice which seems counterintuitive. Try your best to enter by the narrow door, because I tell you, many will try to enter and will not succeed. Most of us would often look for a broader door, an easier solution, a more accessible path. Why punish ourselves unnecessarily by trying to squeeze our way in through that narrow door? The answer is simple. Though other paths may seem easier and broader, only one door leads to salvation. And for this reason, that is the only door which matters. St. Thomas Aquinas paraphrased this passage in this manner. Though love be wide, yet it leads men from earth through difficult and steep ways. It is sufficiently difficult to cast, to cast aside all other things and to love one only not to aim at prosperity, not to fear adversity. In another place, he writes, The gate of perdition is the devil, through whom we enter into hell. The gate of life is Christ, through whom we enter into the kingdom of heaven. You could say that there are many paths to hell, many ways of mortally sinning, but only one way to heaven and one path of sanctity. As Christ himself says elsewhere in the Gospels, he is the way. So the important question is not how many, but simply how. Our Lord purposely says nothing in answer to the idle question of this man, of this man, but turns his discourse to a more important subject, 
it was more necessary to know the way by which man may come to salvation. But in the vision our Lord uses, the vision of a heavenly feast that draws people from all four corners of the world may suggest a scenario in which many are saved. The question that remains, how did these people get in? It will certainly not be solely on the basis of them claiming to know the Lord and an opportunity to fellowship with Him. The parable of the Lord debunks this theory. It is far more important that it is the Lord who knows them, and He knows them by virtue of the authentic conversion of heart and in choosing Him and Him alone. Likewise, entry is not gained by being first. This was the presumption held by the Jews. The early bird catches the worm, but not so in God's kingdom. As our Lord warns, there are those now last who will be first, and those now first who will be last. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.